welcome one, welcome all, welcome back, welcome new, welcome tall, small, whatever you feel like coming in as. Welcome to the Homesteads and Homeschools podcast. I'm your host, the Liberty Hippie, here with you for another week. Before we get into things, I want to remind you guys all to check out Patreon, patreon.com slash the Liberty Hippie. You can uh, pick up some stuff over there, I think for $250 a month, $2 a month, you get some some extra bonus content thrown in, some seeds, all sorts of fun goodies over there. And if that's not your thing, go go leave a review on iTunes, go share it around on, on the Twitter or on your Facebook or wherever, wherever. You never know where, where people need to hear this, uh, this sort of stuff. Because you never know when uh, when someone's going to appreciate what you have to share. So share it around. Can't hurt, right? And of course, you can always reach out to me on Twitter at HS and HS Pod or on uh, at Gmail, homesteadsandhomeschools at gmail.com. And I, I will respond to you because I like responding to people. My guest today is uh, another Georgian down here. Uh, she does some homeschooling. She's got three children that she's homeschooling now or schooling now. And, uh, I want to talk to her because she has a. It's a little bit of a diverse situation in, in the sense that she has one in, in homeschool. Um, she has one that tried the uh, public homeschool model. She has one in private school, and then she's kind of. She has two nephews that um, she's familiar with uh, that are now doing the the distance learning district, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the, the send your kids home from public school and. Uh, Here's all the work that we have to do. And so I wanted to have her on to kind of talk about some of the differences that she sees there um, and to learn all about that and uh, what's what's going on with uh, the public schools now. So anyway, check it out. Uh, I hope you guys will enjoy it. And uh, yeah, so let's go plant those liberty seeds with my guest, Miss Colleen. So you, you're down here in, in Georgia. Did you, did you grow up in Georgia? I did. Okay. Did you go to public school, private school, or you homeschooled? Um, I was public schooled. Okay. All right. Do you, would, how do you recall that? Do you, is it uh, fond memories or is it one of those, it's kind of a little, little sore spots here and there? Um, elementary school was amazing. I loved elementary school. Um, middle and high school was definitely um, rough and hard. Um and everything just with teenage girls and um, the drama that came with that. Um, I loved cheer and that was basically the only thing that kept me like wanting to stay in a public school. Um, Otherwise I was always more interested in wanting to be homeschooled or doing a hybrid or some sort like that. Okay. Interesting. Was there, was there much of that around when you were coming up? No, I think there was more alternative type schools, um, but, and there was some that were kind of a hybrid, um, and it was a fast pace, um, and it still wasn't exactly what I would have been comfortable going to. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. So you get down with school, you kids along the way, um, did you homeschool them from the beginning? Was that something you wanted to do or was that, uh, how did that happen? Um, I'd always wanted to like 
do homeschooling somewhere in their um, educational lives. Um, I usually had thought about maybe third through middle school because um, that's really, I think, when um, a lot of the hardships that I started to have um, started coming up. Um, and I wanted them to be able to focus on learning and to stay um, more innocent as long as possible. Um, and so it was always kind of in our minds that we were going to homeschool. Um, but it really wasn't until my um, oldest daughter hit fifth grade and it was just a really, really hard, really awful year for her. And I just could not allow her to continue with that. And so we pulled her out and started homeschooling her in sixth grade. Okay. All right. So then she, she's the oldest, she's six. What, what, um, the next in age, what was, where were they? Third grade, what grade were they in? So my stepson is 16 and he's in 10th grade and we pulled him out about a year and a half ago, not too far after my daughter. Um, and she's 14. She's now about to finish eighth grade, her third year of homeschooling. Um, our next one is 12 and sixth grade. Um, and then we have a two-year-old. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, all right. I, I assume she was the, the first one. Was she the first one to be pulled out? Yes, she was. Okay. All right. So what, um, what was it to kind of force that? Was it just the, the education? Was it, uh, the relationships and developments or how, what, what was kind of the deciding factor there? It was a mixture of um, a few things. Most of it was we knew that she was incredibly smart, um, but she has some um, learning disabilities um, and is sensory processing disorder. And we just noticed that she wasn't getting everything out of school that she could. Um, she was often stressed and anxious at school. Um, it was hard for her to connect to a lot of her peers. Uh, when she got home, it was just she would go crawl into bed and it was hard to get her to, um, engage. And we just saw her going down a really, um, bad mental path and for her mental health we pulled her in. I think within the first month or two of our first homeschooling, she just soared, um, and just everything about her blossoms. And it was just, it really kind of sealed that for us that we were doing the right thing. Good. That's awesome. That's good to, good to see. It's got, how, how was that when you guys kind of pulled the plug? Was it, it's always scary. Um, you know, and I think when you have like special needs that, you know, resources that the school might have that you might not have access to, like that makes it even scarier, right? Cause like you're, you've been led to believe like they have all these resources that they have that you don't possess. And so was that, how was that for you guys? Were you scared about it at first or how did that? Uh... Oh, I cried a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was petrified. Um, but, you know, her teachers were awesome because they knew that that's what we were going to do. They all kind of, you could tell that they agreed that that was probably the best for her. Um, my mom was a retired elementary school teacher. So I had her kind of on my back pocket um, to help me, but I wanted to do it myself and I made her own curriculum and everything. Um, but it was definitely scary. I think I spent all summer long, um, you know, up all night wondering <laughs> if I was making the right choice, if I was going to completely ruin her. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, it has definitely been, has shown me 
it was the right thing to do. And, um, I was shocked by how much better I was doing at it than I thought I would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good deal. And you I'm sure you found that throughout then. Have you still, still doing the curriculum, still making it, or have you kind of moved into? Yeah, we, um, we'd use most of whatever I choose and pick from. Um, I kind of, quilt up my own curriculum. She does go to a co-op, um, for writing, uh, once a week. And then, um, my mom handles a lot of the writing cause that's where she, um, thrives at. Um, but for the most part, I've just, have just gone on and looked at different types of curriculums and different workbooks and things like that. Um, but do mainly hands-on, um, with her next year for high school might be a little different because I'd want something a little bit more structured that I can um, really record off of. Uh, but for right now, it's been really well to kind of pick and choose at her liking and dislikes and um, where she's at in her levels and everything. Yeah, for sure. And that's one of the beauties of, of homeschooling is that you can kind of pick their their desires, their specialties, what they want, you know, and they thrive when they can do that. Um, but so you're, uh, I'm kind of curious, your mom was uh, a teacher at some point. Was it, how was she when you went to uh, take your daughter out? Was was she tentative at all? Does she have anything to say about any of that? She was insanely supportive. (laughs) She she provided me with more resources than I could have asked for (laughs) um, and wanted to be part of a lot of the choosings of um, what I was going to do. Um, but she was excited and she, um, I, I think it really opened her up to seeing all the different types of possibilities out there and how, um, homeschooling can be very successful for, um, students. Yeah. It, and it's, it's curious. Cause I think sometimes people get pushed back from, from family or, or grandparents, you know, that like, this isn't normal, right? It's normal to send your kids to school and, and keeping them home. That's not normal. And there's always that little bit of pushback. And sometimes when you have like teachers, like retired teachers, it, it's even more ingrained in them. But then cause that's like my, my mom was um, in special ed for a while and then she retired and she found out, you know, we're going to homeschool the kids. And it was, there was a, a moment, there was a, some time where it was like, this is, I don't know about this, you guys, like, you know, and, and now once she's seen it happening, it's, oh, wow, this is, this is great. Like, you know, I <laughs> can't believe I didn't do this. Um, so how's how's that been with so you have an so you have a 16 14 and then you had one that was younger yeah she's 12 12 okay all right and they're all homeschooled at this point um at this point yes the 12 year old goes um she has full-blown classes online in the mornings she goes from one class to the other for her private school um, and because they're now on district learning. Um, so yeah. Uh, and so how does that work with, um, your older guy then does that, uh, in terms of curriculum and whatnot, um, being in, in high school, are you having to specialize a lot more? Is it, uh, is he looking at college classes or, or what are you guys doing for that? Um, we are still trying to engage him into school. (laughs) Um, uh, school has been rough for him and, um, he's starting to learn that he's smart and, um, he is knowledgeable of things. Um, 
So he was doing some um, public online um, homeschooling and that did not work out for him whatsoever. Um, it was too strict and too demanding um, and the pace wasn't appropriate for him. Um, so we recently- it, mm -hmm. What, what um, program is that? Is that like, was that through the state? Yes. Okay. Connects. All right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what it's called. I know I've seen it pop up in like different states. Kind of offer this thing that they call homeschooling, but it's like just public school at home almost. Um, yeah, is, and that's what this was. It was okay. All right. So how? And it was just. Did he? Was the? Was some of the leeway not there to shape it like you will, or how? How many? How much? How much of it is, is mandated or dictated um, through the, the state program? Um, it is, it's basically as if he was going into a regular public school classroom. Um, okay. I had zero say in anything. Um, he had very strict um, due dates and things like that. Um, and he has ADHD um, and things like that is why we were kind of like, we got to pull him out of school, like, and get that and everything under control for him. Um and it just was not working well for him. It was very demanding. Um, the time for it was, he was spending more time on that than he would have in a public school setting. Um, it was just ridiculous. And all he did was read all day long. Um, and it made him very frustrated. Yeah. All right. I was curious about that. I would think that it would end up exactly like you say, but, um, I never, never knew anyone that did it. So, all right. Um, I kind of care. So with, with the shutdown and all the different stuff that's going on, um, so your younger daughter is at home. Um, she goes to private school. How has that changed? Um, how's the, she's doing everything online, I guess you said, but how has that, um, been different or, um, I mean, it's, she, enjoys the fact that the way that her school does it, they have to all come together for every single class. They can't do it on their own terms or their own times. Um, so she still gets to see her friends and they get to still socialize that way. Um, but it has been very different, especially for, um, I think, a private school setting. Um, there's been a lot of rules and regulations that we still have to put in place in our own home, which is difficult when you're a, a homeschool parent in general to have somebody telling you what you have to do in your own home <laughs> um, with schooling, but she's enjoyed that part of it. Um, but it has definitely at times thrown a wrench into our regular homeschooling schedule and atmosphere, um, which has been a challenge to get over. Um, and I'm not one that likes my schedule messed with. And um, so it has been, it's been a learning journey for all of us. <laughs> um, but there's, there's moments that I see where it's been very good for her. She gets way more online teaching than a lot of public schools and a lot of other schools are doing right now um, because she's getting these actual classes and actual teaching time versus here's a pamphlet or here's a packet. This is what you're going to do and release. Um, so it's been an interesting journey. All right. So it's, it's, um, she has better connection to the teacher, I guess, than, than some of the public schools. Cause I know there's, you know, some of the, the public school, that's what you hear is like, you can't get in touch with anybody. And, and I've actually mm -hmm. talked to somebody last week about 
a private school and they're, they're able to maintain some of that, um, connection much better than, uh, you know, it, is it just smaller classes or what, do you have any idea why that is or what that is? Um, I think it's just the, um, administration, uh, has just required that of the teachers to teach and be on the computer, just like they would be sitting in their classroom. And I know before the shutdown um, order, they were allowed to go into their classrooms and actually teach from their classrooms. And so I think a lot of teachers were using that opportunity to go as long as social distancing was being used um, to sit in their classrooms and teach so that they weren't, um, you know, they have kids as well, but um, that way they could focus and get into all their classes. Okay. So um, with everything shut down, you're, you're kind of seeing your, you have two nephews uh, that are public schooled, I guess, right? And they're so they're. Are you? How much are you helping them, or is that mostly your your mom's helping them, or are you getting involved with that? Yeah, my mom helps a lot with them um, because being the teacher that she is, she, and the and the type of Mimi she is, she loves to be there with all her grandkids, and since they're all right there next door, almost, <laughs> we have a lot of help from Mimi. Um, so yeah, she does a lot of it. Um, they do some weekly check-ins with their teachers. Um, we do a lot of activities with them too. Like we had field day yesterday and they came over and we did a big field day with all the cousins. Um, and we try to do um, like weekly hiking and things like that. Um, but they definitely have had a lot more free time um, built into their schooling than my daughter with her private school um, and a lot more flexibility to do other things and to have extra, um, activities done with them. Um, but it's definitely kind of more that here's your weekly assignments. Here's some videos. Um, you can meet with your teacher on these days at this time. Um, it, it actually kind of reminded me a little bit about the public online that my, um, stepson did for a while too. I guess that, and I guess that would kind of, kind of make sense. They kind of already had that model in place. Why not? deploy it everywhere. How, how old are they or what grade are they in? They are in, um, third and fourth, I think now. Okay. Um, so they're like el- elementary. Yeah. Okay. And so what are they, are they just, they, they're doing kind of the basics, you know, your math, English reading type stuff, and that's more or less the gist of it or. or? They have their specials involved as well. Um, and so I know that the other day they had to go outside and play, um, tennis. Um, but again, it's more parents, um, you know, coached than it is. Um, whereas my daughter with her private school, they have PE on the computer. So she has to get up and she has to be working out and showing the teacher that she's actually participating, um, or record videos and send them in. Uh, so they, yeah, they get like these different things. Um, but yeah, yesterday I think was play tennis with, um, a balloon. Okay. That's wild. So your daughter has to submit like video evidence that she's (laughs) done, done her exercise for the day. All right. So your, uh, your nephews then, are they doing mostly like packets and stuff? Is is most of it kind of like busy work? Are they doing like projects and, and things like that? Or what is it? What does it look like? Most of it's online um, and they get their assignments through their um, their classrooms online of whatever their school is using, um, similar to like Google Classroom type um, things. 
and they do their work on the computer. Um, I know sometimes they have some hands-on things that they can print out and they'll have worksheets that they do. Um, I believe that their county is no longer really including any new lessons. Um, and so it's kind of more reviewing and um, doing fun activities like that. Um, you know, and they have little projects here and there um, that are suggested. And like my daughter on Mondays, they do marker Mondays, which is they get a creative project that they can or don't have to do because um, they don't have school on Mondays right now. And so they do all kinds of STEM um, type of activities and they kind of the boys get the same type of um, things as well from their school. OK. All right. So how, how are the. Uh... How are your nephews enjoying it? Do they prefer it or? Um, I think it depends on the day. Um, they're both extremely social and into sports and they miss playing sports with their friends and going to school and playing on the playground and um, all of those things. But I think at the same time, sometimes they enjoy the relaxation that they get to have a little bit more throughout the day. Um, and to the more breaks that they are able to have, um, and getting to spend time with their family more often. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny though, because I think some of those things like not being able to, you know, go play with your friends and go out on the playground and that sort of thing. Like, I mean, you, you know, you do the, the homeschool thing, like you do those things, you incorporate them. And this whole shutdown has just been wild like that. It's, it's, that I think has had the the biggest impact on on kids, right? Is that inability to socialize, you know? Like Absolutely. Everybody's always about homeschoolers don't socialize their kids. And, you know, here it is. Well, we actually did, but now we can't anymore. So. Yeah. I mean, my daughter went from not being able to socialize to being extremely social and making so many new friends. And she's definitely um, disliking this greatly with not being able to see um, people and meet people to go do different things with our homeschool groups and, um, everything and being a teenager too, it's not as much fun. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can imagine mine aren't quite there yet, but, uh, not, not looking forward to it. So do you, any, like, how does it compare? How does the, the public distant learning thing compare to like your homeschool program? Um, I imagine it's, pretty different, right? Um, but they, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, it's, um, I mean, I can see where there's some similarities, um, but with like, with the different types of works that they're doing, like some hands-on, some worksheets and things like that. Um, I think the biggest difference is, is just, uh, Parents aren't having to like think about their curriculum and put it together and make sure that they have all the stuff. Um, there's still the responsibility of like making sure that you have things printed out or that, you know, if you need certain supplies. Um, but the are we still on track? Is our lessons on track? Um, are different. Uh, there's definitely not as much hands on as like I typically do as a homeschool parent. Um, I do a lot more games and life um, events and experiences, um, to incorporate school, um, and some different types of projects like that versus sit down busy work. Um, so that's definitely a difference. Um, and I think the frustration, I'm not frustrated as a homeschool mom. I, I know my schedule. I, 
I know how to change it around. Sometimes I know how to be flexible with it. I work from home too already before all this. Um, so I already kind of knew how to do all that and juggle those two things. Um, but I think definitely just having the frustrations of, yeah, you can't get in touch with people when you need to, who's in charge of things, having certain deadlines, um, computers not working and not being able to get into, um, zoom meetings because they're so slammed packed. Um, those are definitely a lot more issues that you get from the public school and from private school, um, digital learning versus like being homeschooled. You just kind of, you already know how to kind of go with the flow at times. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's huge. The, the, the curriculum, right? Whether you buy it in a box or you create it on your own, like you've made that choice. That buy-in is there. You've, you've done that. And I think kind of when these kids are sent home and they're just doing it online and parent has to get involved, it's, the, the buy-in isn't there. They're not interested in it. They have no idea what's going on, you know? Um, so it's, it's been interesting to hear, hear different, uh, people talk about it, um, and how it's been kind of affecting them. Yeah. I think it's been interesting to go from like, I know where my child, my children in homeschooling, I know where they're at and they're learning. I know where there are struggles and things like that. I know how to get them to focus if I need to. Um, but I have heard a lot from like my friends too, like the struggle of getting some of their kids to sit down and do work is very difficult, especially for their kindergartners. And they don't know what they're working on in school because they didn't have their last um, conference. So they're like, I don't know where, what they're working on, what they're doing, what they're, you know. And so it's been kind of, I can imagine just having that all thrown into a parent's lap um, can be very stressful. Um, yeah, you're right. When you're going in for a homeschooling, you know what you're doing. You see what you're going to do. You see your overall goal um, in the future. And with this, it's just been, here you go. Here's your kids. Learn how to get them to sit down and do work. And by the way, we're learning cursive this week, whether you want to or not. <laughs> you know, yeah. So it, yeah, not a lot of say. <laughs> and anyway, it's a... Uh... Yeah. I don't know. And I think some of it too goes to that, like, um, you're, when you're forced to do things, it's, it's totally different when you have to, to follow that schedule. It's, it's just night and day different. And, um, you know, kids aren't used to it either. Kids aren't used to, to doing school at home and they're not, you know, cause there is that transition when you take a kid out of public school and, and start homeschooling them, they need to get used to that too. And, and, you know, to just, do it like that, like they're, they're doing it and, um, expect everyone to just hop right along. It's, it's wild, but I don't know. Curious. How, how do you do it with a, a two-year-old? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still figuring that one out. <laughs> he, he is, he's a tornado. And, um, I, I have found that, our scheduling, we have to do all hands-on like science experiments and going hiking. All of our hands-on things have to be done in the mornings because that's when he is the most present and <laughs> excited. And um, he loves to join us on those things. So, you know, I've just learned that we have to incorporate him one way or the another. And so we do a lot of our hands-on at that moment. And then when he goes down for his nap is when I kind of say, okay, this is your independent time. Um, but it's been a little bit different now because with my daughter and 
online dis distant learning, all of our stuff's in the morning. And so I have to have a quiet house and no disruptions and I can't do the hands-on thing. So it has, it's been a struggle. I mean, my homeschool kids are definitely lacking in a lot of schooling right now because of it. Um, and then just working from home too, like, you know, my kids thankfully can just jump in occasionally and then go back to their schoolwork. Um, but you know, when they have strict scheduling online, it's, it has definitely been a struggle, but usually he's a great helper and loves to just tag along and do his own little schoolwork and be part of the big kids. Good deal. Good deal. We, uh, have a, he's like three and a half and, um, it, we're just, we're, Whew, struggling. He's a, a tornado and a half, you know, it's like just wild, but, uh, getting through it, getting through it. Do you, do you, uh, working from, do you work from home, um, normally? Yes, I do. Um, except I work with, um, child welfare law. And so unless I'm having to meet with clients or go to court, I'm at home. Okay. That's good. Then. So you're, you're kind of build your schooling around your schedule then? I do. You're able to do that. Awesome. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Any any uh, parting words of, of wisdom? Any any thoughts you want to get get out there? <laughs> I think you know for people to remember that what they're doing right now, whether it's district learning and even some people who are homeschooling on a normal basis, what we're doing right now is not a norm, and you know it's really more of a crisis schooling and. Um, to just remember to just do your best and, you know, and that's all that we can do. And even if you're just making cookies for the day, your children learned more that day than they could have. So, you know, just keep up the good work and, um, you know, one day this too shall pass. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah. It's, it's amazing what you can actually learn just from like daily tasks, you know, like following recipes, learning all that, all the stuff, but Anyway, I, I thank you for coming on. Um, thank you. And, uh, yeah. All right, I'm back. Shorter episode today. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed that. I hope you all got something out of that. Uh, I was talking to Colleen a little after the show. Um, I know some of you are probably aware that I'm involved in the, the foster care adoptive care uh, system. We adopted our, our two youngest. And so Colleen and I were, were talking about that a little bit and, um, yeah, share with me some, some things that she's got in the pipeline, in the works there. And, uh, really hope to maybe, maybe get her on again in the future sometime to talk about that and how that's affected things. Um, schooling wise and, and whatnot, but, uh, we shall see, we shall see. So, uh, yeah, hit me up on, on, uh, Twitter at HS and HS pod, go find the discord server. I will put a link in the show notes to that. You guys can come there and chat it up or, or whatever you want to do. Yeah. If you're, uh, if your your school years wound up, congratulations. If not, you're almost there. And, uh, if your garden is not in the ground yet, you should probably work on that. I think even up in the north, uh, eh, it's about that time of year. I know y'all got snow, but uh, it's that time of year. Anyway, guys, thank you for checking it out again. I appreciate your listens. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your good vibes. So 
without further ado, remember, folks, get out there, sow those seeds of liberty, and we can all reap sheaves of freedom together. Homesteads and Homeschools is part of the Liberty Hippie Podcast Network. If you like what we do, be sure to check out This Week in Liberpods, Peace Freaks, Cannabis Heals Me, and Free Markets Green Earth. We're living proof that libertarian doesn't mean washed up Republican.